It's hard enough taking great photos when your subject is only a few feet away. Wait, wait. But what is it like when your subject is miles and miles away from you going 600 miles per hour? Smile and say cheese. It's Open Line Friday on Weather Jazz. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything science, earth science, and periodically even some interesting off-topic episodes. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bronier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff for WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 225 for Friday. Yep, we made it. August 13th. How about that? Friday the 13th, 2021. I am not triskaidekaphobic. That is the word for someone who fears the number 13. Heavens to Betsy, it's just a number. And numbers have no power over anybody. Just one of those silly things. So for those of you that maybe are looking over your shoulder today, stop. It is just a number and a man-made number at that because here we are, August the 13th. It's not even necessarily same spot in the Earth's orbit every year on this man-made date because we're the ones who gave each one of the months a certain number of days so that we can kind of keep everything in sync. And of course, every once in a while, we add a leap day to the calendar and a leap second every once in a while, too. So that is essentially my two cents worth for you today. Go through the day, enjoying the day for what it is, a gift from God. Every day is make the most of it. And you only have a certain number of time certain number of minutes every single day. Invest those in uh, some real special way. Invest in people and uh, just do the right thing all the time. And uh, that, <laughs> I guess I'll get up my, my soapbox right now and continue with episode number 225. Here we go. Yes, it is Friday the 13th and I'm loving it so far. Have a great episode for you. I mentioned on Wednesday that I was going to shift gears with what I had planned initially. About a week ago, I talked to and about my new studio, which uh, the desk was built by Bob Gilmore, a friend that I've had in my sphere of influence for well over 40 years, since uh, November 11th, 1979. And a little bit later on, perhaps next week or very, very soon, I'm going to open up my book, The Extra Mile, and read to you the chapter on Bob Gilmore, because it's truly fascinating how God brought our paths together in a very, very special way. And by understanding that, you'll understand just how special the desk that I now have in the Weather Jazz studio is so special. So eventually we'll get around to all of that. I'm also toying with the idea of giving you periodically on Open Line Friday or even on other days. I'm not exactly sure. I need to hear from you 
the Loyal Weather Jazz podcast listener. What do you think? I'm thinking about, at least periodically, opening up my book, The Extra Mile, whether it's chronologically or not, and sharing from that book chapters and subchapters of the people who invested in me to make me who I am today. That's essentially the push or the drive behind the book, my first book, The Extra Mile. That was published back in 2011. So if you'd like that to be something that I share, maybe through the fall and winter, maybe on Open Line Friday, maybe on another special edition of Weather Jazz, please let me know. Use the Weather Jazz Audience Podcast Connect line. It's 234-525-5888. And if you need that contact, just go to weatherjazz.com and click on the Contacts tab at the very top of the page, and you'll get a bunch of information, a bunch of different ways that you can get in touch with me. Well, today's episode deals with photography. There is a gentleman here in Northeast Ohio. His name is John Tryon. And about 50 or so years ago, he started doing something that he took a very long break from, but recently picked back up. Again, and that is taking photographs of aircraft very, very far away, essentially at altitude. But you need special equipment for this. And so John is going to explain how he gets a lot of the shots that I occasionally will show on Fox 8 News here in Cleveland. Now, if you're not from Cleveland, Ohio, and we have plenty of people who listen to this podcast who do not live in Northeast Ohio, and that's great. But you're probably wondering, well, what do these pictures look like? So this is where the website comes into play. Go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 225. I'm going to post several pictures that John took with his apparatus and the apparatus with which he took those pictures is also posted on my show notes. So you can see what he's taking these pictures with. And then I'm going to let John, in his own words, tell you about the challenges and the satisfaction of grabbing these images. So without further delay, let's enter into that conversation that we had via Zoom yesterday. John, welcome to Weather Jazz. Good afternoon. How are you doing today? Oh, fantastic. And uh, if, if now we can get the haze and the thunderstorms to move out of the way so you can grab more photos, that would be outstanding because you had a nice window. What was it last week when the right, sky was right. so blue? Right. Not too many lately. I haven't had a good shot since probably May with all this uh, haze and smoke. Right. I don't know when it's going to end. Uh, but, although uh, the the one last was it I think it was last week that uh, you got a great United Arab Emirates uh, flight on its way from Columbus to Dubai overhead. Right, that was, right, yeah. that was a nice window. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, a lot of folks on Fox Eight uh, know your work because we highlight it uh, periodically when you grab mm-hmm. a great shot, and, and you've been so kind. 
in allowing us to show those shots. But for those people that are listening to Weather Jazz right now who are not inside the Cleveland market, and we have a huge audience. In fact, we have a worldwide audience outside the USA, too. Tell the people outside of Northeast Ohio who are not yet familiar with what you do, what you do. <laughs> What's your hobby? Well, what I do is I uh, take some pictures of airplanes, uh, moon. Uh, I had the uh, space station through a telescope. And uh, I started doing this back in a long time ago, uh, 1961 maybe, to like 1963. Uh, I had an old box camera, an old telescope, and I taped it to the telescope and developed our own pictures. And uh, a buddy of mine and me, we were doing it back then. And uh, I retired. I worked at Ford Motor over here in Brook Park for 35 years. And after retiring, I was watching the airplanes with the contrails. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get a scope. I'm going to get a camera. And I'm going to try this and see if we can get some good shots. And so I started back after a 50-year 50 50-year 50 rest there. I started out, I think, maybe in 2014. And I'm on mm-hmm. my third scope now. I started out with, you know, a starter one and wasn't happy with that. Sent it back and went upgrade. upgrade. So I'm on my third one now. Kind of happy with that one. But uh, and that's what I do. I used to uh, back in the 60s, you didn't have the apps to tell you where the airplanes were. So I had a VHF aircraft radio and they would report in over Toledo and over Cleveland when they were mm-hmm. there. They'd report the uh, altitude, temperature and uh, where they were going when they are estimated there. Now it's all done through telemetry, but I could see on the horizon, I could see the contrail coming over, and they were over Toledo, so I would know 10 minutes, they'll be here. So I started making a log and writing them down on the side of our garage back then. So back in 2014, I said, you know, I'm going to try this again. We got all these apps. We have all this uh, equipment, so we're going to try it again. And I started out, and here's where I'm at now. Got a few moon pictures, a uh, few going past Venus. Uh, I've had a uh, ISS and a uh, couple planes coming real close to each other, one crossing over the top of another. You know, it looks like they're going to touch metal, and uh, they're about 4,000 feet apart, but actually they, you know, just crisscrossed right straight above me. And I live in a good position, too. I am uh, live in Strongsville, and... Uh, there's a lot of jetways that uh, intersect over this area. So pretty fortunate there. We have a lot of air traffic. So you were uh, absent from the scene in terms of taking pictures like that for 50 years. Did You, you must have missed it because uh, even back then when you had a reasonable amount of success, um, you must have uh, always been thinking in your mind, I ought to get back into that. Yep, Was I, that the case? I never took my eye off the sky. I'm always looking up there and, always wondering. And mm-hmm. then I said, you know, why don't I do something about it instead of thinking about this? I don't know why I haven't done it sooner, but, uh, we, we caught up a little bit and, uh, I'm still trying to make it better. I'm, uh, trying to make the process a little better. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. really hard to focus on these because you don't have an auto focus. I'm trying to focus on an object going five, 600 miles an hour. Right. And, uh, right. sometimes without a contrail, it's pretty difficult following mm-hmm. that thing focusing at the same time but uh we manage <laughs> well you've done a fabulous job and we love your pictures and i'm going to highlight a few of them on the show notes episode number 225 of weatherjazz.com if anybody wants to see john's work 
Uh, John, tell us about your equipment now. What are you using to get some of those fabulous shots? Well, I have an Orion uh, Eon scope. Uh, I think it's like 115 millimeter long, and uh, I'm using a Nikon D52 camera with mm-hmm. a uh, 26 millimeter wide angle lens on it. And I uh, made a coupling myself. I bought a couple, but I needed another one. So I bought a $3 Fernco at uh, the store up here and coupled the camera to the scope, and it works fine. Oh, so that's the, fantastic. $100 there on that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's amazing uh, what uh, what a little ingenuity and uh, and a little thought and some hardware will, will do at the local hardware store. Works fine. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, and you've had this setup for how long now? Uh, I want to say this current setup about uh, uh, maybe two years. I uh, had a misfortune with the scope a couple of years ago. I was uh, trying to get some uh, sun pictures and uh, brought the scope in the house, cleaned the lens off with a can of air spray, and it was too cold, and the lens just cracked. It just shattered. Oh, uh, ouch. The scope, uh, I'm thinking about upgrading a camera, better camera, but uh, right now everything's good. We just need to get rid of all this uh, smoke in the air. I haven't mm-hmm. had a decent break, like I said, since May. Usually in the summertime, you have a little bit of haze and you get a break, but this is just like forever. I don't know if it's ever going to go away in the atmosphere. <laughs> well, tell us about your favorite photo or photos. Uh, maybe you have more than one. Uh, is is there something that sticks out that said that says to yourself, "Yeah, I actually got that." Well, one of my favorite is one of the uh, International Space Station. That that was a really tough one. That thing's like. I think 250 miles up there, some something mm-hmm. like that. And then I had another one. Uh, it's a uh, Southwest, uh, I think, a uh, Airbus A320 going by the moon. It was uh, just taking off from Hopkins. I think it was on its way to Fort Myers. That one came out really good, too. That would be a good good one for a T-shirt for the people there. Uh, I think it was Spirit Airlines. But mm-hmm. uh, it was a uh, really nice shot, clear day. and uh, But it wasn't one of those long shots. One of the favorite uh, long shots was uh, the two jets going by each other. I was a, uh, an American Airlines, I think, a uh, 767 or a 777, and it was uh, flying above the uh, Amazon Prime 767. And it, uh, I've got like four photos of that in time sequence, and mm. it just looks like they're going to go right into each other. And one went right over the top of the other, right over my head. Yeah, when in actuality, as you mentioned, they're actually almost a mile apart uh, vertically. Right. But it, uh, I think it, these guys were like uh, down there. Uh, I think one was at thirty uh, thirty four thousand. The other one was at uh, thirty eight thousand. Ah, wow! That's got to be one of my favorites. Well, if you can scrounge that up and uh, send it to me, that would be terrific. Or post it on Twitter, whichever way you want to do it. So that way uh, the listeners to this podcast can actually see that image. And I'll also post some of our favorite. We have a few, uh, too, at Fox 8 that uh, everyone went, wow, this is great stuff. Um, so um, how often do you get the chance to go out? I know it's weather dependent and you have to wait for essentially totally clear skies or as I like right. to say, knackets. Right. Like, they, like they used to say back in the 60s, you don't hear it now, they used to say C-A-V-U, 
Sea Ring Invisibility Unlimited. I don't think we're ever going to hear that again, but uh, I, anytime it, it's clear, and uh, I'm retired now, so I put everything off just to take pictures. My wife, sometimes she says, is that all you do? And I said, well, I haven't had one since May, so we put everything aside. Uh, and anytime it's clear, we have a good moonshot at nighttime. Mm-hmm. I, I look at the app, find out when the moon's going up, when it's going down, a meridian, and uh, I just, you know, camp out next to the telescope. That's great. Now, do you do you have a, uh, a program that follows the, the, the moon as it's tracking, or do you do that by hand? Uh, I... Uh, I go online and I just uh, type. I I forgot what program it is, but it uh, mm-hmm. tells you. Uh, you just type in uh, "Moonrise Cleveland" and it'll tell you everything. You know, meridian oh. and uh, mm-hmm. the uh, percentage of illumination. Mm-hmm. And then for the uh, airplanes, I use uh, usually uh, Flight Radar Twenty Four. That's usually a good one because uh, it's a real time app. And uh, there's a couple other ones, but I like that one the best. Well, John, let's get you some more Twitter followers. You're on Twitter. You're posting all of your photos whenever you do grab one uh, over there. What is your Twitter handle so that uh, people can join in naturally? We'll have a link also on weatherjazz.com, episode number 225. Okay, uh, uh, Twitter handle is scanner JT1. Okay, so the word scanner, J-T one so at yes. scanner jt1 yep. i'm and also on uh, facebook too um oh okay facebook john tryon uh picture of me and the cat bugsy's on there so can't miss that and it is spelled exactly as it is pronounced as in try on a pair of shoes try on a pair of shoes and that's the that's the same phrase i use it's funny that's what i tell people over the telephone I, they want to know how do I spell this? I said, just like try on a pair of shoes. That's there you I- go. Well, John, good luck. It doesn't look like uh, we'll clear out until perhaps uh, uh, this weekend, but perhaps Sunday, Monday, uh, you'll have the next opportunity. We'll be, of course, watching uh, okay. and uh, hoping for for a very good luck because I imagine some of this is patience. But some of this is luck. Is that not the case? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's being the right time, right place. And I'll tell you what, I missed. I, I had a beautiful shot about a month ago in the full moon. I shot one going by. I was going to send it to you. And I had the cap, lens cap on the telescope. And <laughs> oh, my oh, I know. Yeah, oh, I, I know. Uh, I beat myself up on that one for a while. I put that scope and I don't think I touched it for a month, but uh, it happens. So, you know, oh, sure. It happens like to that. the best of us. Sure. All right, but John, uh, we're looking forward to upcoming pictures. Thanks for taking the time to, uh, to uh, be with us on Weather Jazz. Could you uh, do us one favor? If you have a photograph of your apparatus, uh, if you could send that to me, we'll make sure that it's on the website, weatherjazz.com, okay. so people can actually see what it looks like. Because I've seen it, yeah. Uh, but um, it, it's really fascinating what you went through to, to build this thing and then to take pictures with it. So uh, I'm sure that our listeners would love to see what it is you take pictures or how it is you take those pictures uh, and with the apparatus that you have. Right. Okay, we'll uh, tweet you a couple of those photos, too. 
the uh, the favorites there. All right. John, have a wonderful weekend, and we're looking forward to many more pictures, especially as the haze begins to disappear in September and uh, with the harvest moon is coming up. So maybe uh, you'll yeah. you'll get something going through the harvest moon, too. So we're, we're usually uh, October is a good time. I mm-hmm. usually have some beautiful clear skies in October. That's one of my favorite months, but uh, hopefully sooner. Hopefully we'll get some of that harvest moon. John, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us and come back anytime. Okay, you're welcome. My pleasure. All right. Once again, if you'd like to see those photographs that John has taken along with the apparatus with which he takes those images, just go to weatherjazz.com, look for episode number 225, and if you're going to the website on Friday, August the 13th, it'll be the first thing that you see because the very latest posts are the first things that you will encounter as you call up weatherjazz.com. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help me to spread the word. And from what I understand from the kind folks at musicradiocreative.com in the uh, just outside of London area, their jingle production house, word of mouth is the number one way of growing your podcast audience. And so please, word of mouth, tell someone that you think would be interested in weather jazz. Just one or two people this week. That would be great. And I'd love to see those numbers increase. Now, special thanks to those of you who continue to partner to support Weather Jazz. They are, in no particular order, Victoria Singer from Vermont, Kian Galunas from Vermont, from Ohio, Dale Osborne, Will and Tonya Kraus, Rose Moore and Christine Barnes, from Florida, Bill Martin, and from Tennessee, Andrea Rich. And I'm thinking about perhaps doing uh, a Zoom call with all of my supporters. And if you want in on this action, make sure that you add your name to this list. Becoming a supporter is very, very easy. You will find the link, the supporter link, right at the top of weatherjazz.com, along with those that are already supporters. So I'm thinking of as maybe a special get-together that we do periodically on Zoom, and we'll uh, talk about some things and maybe get some new and fresh ideas on some future episodes, and that would be from you. You are important to this podcast, so if you have a question or a topic suggestion, I welcome your input. How can you reach me? Well, it's easy. By email, the address is weatherjazz at yahoo.com. And also via voicemail, my favorite method, the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. Call 234-525-5888 and leave me your message, your question. Perhaps you just want to tell me how it is you listen to Weather Jazz. I'm always very, very interested. If you're listening to Weather Jazz via one of the many podcast apps, remember to subscribe so that you can automatically download every episode as I make them available. And if you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, or plan on visiting or simply traveling through, you can catch my 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. weekday weather segments on WJW Television Fox 8 or online live at fox8.com. 
Well, have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy it. For those of you in Ohio and the surrounding area, you're in for a real treat. Cooler, drier air settling in and plenty of sunshine. So start making your plans accordingly, and we'll catch you on Monday right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe.